Taylor Swift's seventh studio album, Lover, is out now, and we are not calm. On this episode of Swifty School, we take a look back at the past six albums and our favorite songs from each one, and then we dive into all things Lover. We talk about the new music, our favorites, we play a fun drinking game, and we freak out about a ton of different things like Cade being noticed by Taylor Nation and so much more. If you have not listened to the album, stop now, go listen, and then come back and listen um, to this episode of Swifty School because you are in for a treat. We love her, you. Hi guys, and welcome to episode four of Swifty School. I'm pretty Whoa. sure this is episode four. Um, this episode has been a long time coming. We've been like trying to do another one. We've For like want- months. We've yeah, been talking yeah, yeah. about what we're going to talk about today. It's currently um, August 23rd at 7.17 p.m., which means that Lover came out last night for us in Arkansas, Central Standard Time, at 11. So we've almost had it. In our ears for 24 24 hours. hours. We really wanted to like do a live listen, but it it got kind of complicated and we didn't want to put any stress on ourselves. So now we are sitting down. We both have a lovely beverage. Stephanie's drinking. I'm drinking some, a glass of wine. Taylor Taylor loves wine. Yeah. And I'm drinking a nice, um, what is this called? Like a seltzer? Spiked seltzer. Spiked seltzer because, you know, calories count. Just kidding. Um, but not actually. Um, I have been freaking out the entire day. It's and been a great day. It's been really hard because <laughs> we like have been trying not to talk to each other about a lot about it because we wanted to say it for here. Right. Um, but so it's been hard. Be yeah, it's been hard. Um, exciting things have happened. Um, I guess, should we go ahead and, and mention the exciting things that have happened yeah, to Yeah, do that first. Let's start we with didn't the, have this in the day. Also... If you listen to an episode, you know that I love a good outline. We've changed what we're going to do so many times that, like, we don't have an outline. So I'm a little, like, nervous. More authentic. We're really it's okay. just going We're just at here. This. Yeah. Um, so, you guys, I have always, like, wanted to have a fan account in some type of way. Because I think it's fun to interact with all you Swifties. And, it, I, like... I don't want to say that I want to get noticed by Taylor, but like... But I mean, honestly, everybody kind of does a little bit. I mean, yeah. And I think if you have a fan account, you're more likely. So yeah. I just wanted to kind of be in the fandom. And going to all the reputation shows, I made all these Swifty friends, and I realized that like a lot of people do know each other from right. the community. Um, and so Stephanie and I have been trying to figure out Tumblr. It's so confusing. If you have a Tumblr and want to teach us, us, please SOS. get in contact with us. It's super hard. We don't understand... But we've been giving However, it a go. I've been getting pretty creative on there, so yeah. We listen. We may have no. We may have ten followers or whatever. But our content is good. Our content is banging. <laughs> um, so you can follow us on Tumblr at Lover Snow Globe. We just changed it yesterday after the Lover music video dropped, which we will talk about. I'm gonna write that down right now so we don't forget. But I so I use Twitter here and there, um, and like, but I just use it for like. Really, I kind of realized that I used it for mainly Taylor Swift. Like, it was, like, all Taylor Swift things. And so, earlier in the week, I was like, I'm just going to, like, really start following a bunch of Swifties and, like, 
kind of make this, in my bio, I put 87% Taylor Swift fan account, 13% personal account, uh, or professional account. Um, so, anyways, I did. I've been interacting with a lot of you. It's been so fun. Long story short, last night... While I was listening to Lover, it was like right after midnight and I was listening and I was like kind of live tweeting as I was listening and Taylor Nation, which those of you that are Swifties know who Taylor Nation is, but if you don't, that's Taylor Swift's team slash the people that manage her fan club. They have the blue verified check mark. They have over a million followers. They are like the real deal. They're the ones that contact everybody about meeting her. Like they're in charge. They um, replied to one of my tweets and then they, what did they do? What, they, oh, and they liked it. So my phone was blowing up. It was so crazy. This is all last night. While all listening. last night at like 12 right. something. Um, I was freaking out. I called Stephanie. I was like, I can't, I can't even like fathom what's happening because my phone was like spasming. Like I couldn't even like, I couldn't even really see what was going on because it was getting so much attention. I mean, they have over a million followers. So it was like a huge like deal. Um, yeah, it was at 11.56 p.m., which is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I had tweeted... Well, we're going to talk about Lover in depthly in a little bit. But I had tweeted, someone get this girl a paper ring at Taylor Nation, hashtag Lover out now. And they replied and said in all caps, can we all have paper rings? Question mark, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, hashtag Lover. And they linked the album. I freaked out. <laughs> right? I mean, yes. I called you. Yes. How would you describe that it moment? It was definitely out-of-body experience <laughs> it was You'll real never crazy forget it for the rest of your life My, i cannot imagine like how i was like i was anyway so today i hate to like already get into all this but we went to target because you know the deluxe editions right um we're making Gotta a keep up on those records so. yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> i'm starting a youtube channel stephanie's helping me make my first vlog taylor swift theme featuring her um, and we went to Target. We were very obnoxious. I got in a buggy. It was a whole thing. Go to my Instagram. It was a whole thing. Yeah, you can see our <laughs> pictures on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, also, if you want to follow me on Twitter, um, it's at Lover Snow Globe as well. <laughs> I'm a big Snow Globe fan. Um, but while we were there, we took a bunch of pictures. We were really obnoxious, like I said. And I tweeted afterwards because if you buy all four of the deluxe editions, um, which are the journals. So, if you don't know, she has four deluxe editions, all booklets of copies of her diaries and journals since she was 13 years old. Um, she sells them exclusively at Target, and if you buy all four, you get a $5 Target gift card. Well, of course I bought all four. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So, I got a $5 Target gift card, and I posted this really cute um, disco, visco. That's like a yes. graphic video yeah, type thing. Yeah, like a motion picture. Stop motion. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I tweeted it, and I just said, like, mood whenever you... This is, like, real-time, people. This happened, like, 10 minutes This happened ago. literally at 6.52, and it's 7.23. So, this literally... Yeah, yeah like, just this is real-time. Um, I tweeted and said, mood when you buy all four deluxe editions and get a $5 card from at Target, at, and I tagged them and everything, and they quote-tweeted it. And so now, I, my face, me dancing, is on their Twitter. They quote-tweeted it with the red... You know, the girl in the red dress, the dancing emoji. Um, and I I would imagine Taylor looks at Taylor Nation. Yeah, so moral of this story is that Taylor has now seen my face. And I'm like <laughs> interacting with Taylor Nation, which doesn't seem to happen a lot. I don't really know. Maybe it does. But it seem like I consider myself very lucky and fortunate. Uh, heck yeah. Okay, now that we're seven minutes in and I've told you all my good news. Um, we have some fun things prepared. 
like, like I said, we wanted to do a lot of different things right. in this episode, but we're just kind of winging it. So the first thing we want to kind of look back through all the albums because Taylor has had such she a the best, such a great like just catalog. I guess you could yeah, say it's a cool story to listen to from the beginning to now. It is. Tell them really quickly the news about what she's been saying in the press about how she's going to go and oh, so you know about the scooter stuff? Yeah. So, you know, the last one of these we did, we talked all about the drama mm-hmm. with Scooter and Scott and all that, how she doesn't own her masters. This is like the first album that she's actually owned her own work. Well, she said the other day, I think on Good Morning America when she was on there, yeah. she for sure plans to go back and re-record all of her old albums and old songs. So, she will own them all. Super exciting. Yeah. Um, and that... I mean, cannot wait for that. Like she said, she can't record them until like November twenty twenty. Yeah, per her contract. But y'all, that is going to be. I'm just telling you right now, it's going to be history making because that's never happened yeah. before. And we and could how see weird to hear like her old songs, but with her voice now, like yeah, we crazy. could see all these chart topping. There could be oh, a, there could be albums that. and things that didn't get awards. That <gasps> that's so true. Like Red could finally that. get a Grammy. That would be crazy. Can she, you that's imagine? Like her dream. Yeah, I mean, guys, if you don't know, she thought that Red was going to win the Grammy. The person that won was, it was Random Access Memory, and she she thought it was Red, and then she didn't win it. There's, like, also, too, I saw on Instagram somewhere, somewhere, like, how the albums, like, you can buy her diaries. One of the diary inserts was, like, she wrote about, like, Mm -hmm. that night, and, like, how she wanted nothing more than for Red to, like, win the Grammy for Album of the Year and stuff. Yeah, so. that was what she, she like, wanted that yeah. so bad because she wanted to be the first female to win that right. twice, which she then did with 1989. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so that's exciting. She's been doing a lot. I don't even know how we got on that, but she's been talking about right. how she's going to re-record, which is yes. going to be really exciting. exciting. So, in the theme of that, we wanted to kind of look back through all the old albums, the first six, and um, talk about our favorites. So, Stephanie and I have written down our favorite album and our favorite song from, from each, each album. album. We're just going to kind of po- go back and forth. But we haven't discussed this with each other, so we don't actually know what each other's yeah. favorite song is. We could probably guess some of each other's, but... So, we just thought this would be like a little fun way to do it. So, Taylor Swift's first album ever was self-titled, yes. Taylor Swift. Um, a lot of great hits on that country yes. album. Love the country. What was your favorite? I have to go with Tim McGraw. Classic. It's a classic. It's classic Taylor. I can really jam to that. It is classic. And it was like, I remember it kind of being unheard of at the time. Like she wrote a song. I know about. Named after another. Really interesting. And then she like became friends with them and toured with them. I've been listening to that lately in the buildup of love. It's a good one. When I was picking out all my things, I was trying to like remember us in high school. Like which ones like brought me certain memories and things. That's important. Um, That one thing is. uh, One thing is that I'm super jealous. All these people are going back to school to college, and like oh, Lover know, is going right. to be like the soundtrack to like their right. freshman song. Like, I can always remember. I, this doesn't take away from anything because it wasn't. I didn't listen to this one. Uh-huh. Literally, I always think about when I listen to Shake It Off. Like I have this like like yeah. that was my freshman year of college. I remember like being in the car with three other girls. Like we were on our way to Waffle House. It was yeah. like my first week of school. Like I literally cannot listen to that song without like thinking of that exact moment. It was crazy. Um, my favorite off Taylor Swift is Picture to Burn. Oh, that's a good one too. There's a lot of good ones on there. Teardrops on my guitar is another good our one. Song our is song. Like I mean, great. Taylor. I think I remember listening to our song a lot, but Picture to Burn is just like Yeah, that's a good one. 
you can it really slaps jam, to this yeah, day. Jam out like it's a good revenge song. Yeah. Need to get some aggression out. Okay, so the next album was Fearless, which obviously kind of catapulted her into this right. stardom. Um, what was your favorite? I love the whole Fearless album anyway. Up until like last year, Reputation, I was always like, Fearless when, is my Did favorite. you go to see her during Fearless? Yes. So okay. this is I probably I totally forgot. I mean, yeah. I don't didn't forget, but just in this moment. Did you meet her? No, sadly. That was that was should have been my time to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was Taylor was like the very first concert I ever went to. I was like, I don't even know how old, 12, That's 13. Cute. Literally like bought the shirt there, wore it into the I club. remember y'all's yeah. pictures. So Fearless was when I saw Taylor like for the very first time. And that has a, like a connotation with it. Like you Yeah. Were, you so know. like I had always said like Fearless is like my favorite album. Like obviously I love all the stuff, but yeah. I had a connection. So I like Fearless the song too, but I put that as a tie between Fearless and Love Story. Because I can always look back and on that tour, she like had a big castle there. Mm. She was in this big ball gown when she sang it. Like I remember these things from that time. That's so funny that you did a tie there because I did Love Story and Fifteen. Oh, uh, see, I really like Fifteen too. Because we were like almost fifteen, or like yeah. we were. I mean, I just remember when I was fifteen listening to that song, and yes, it's it an was really good. But Love Story is like it's a classic, iconic. Like, who like, doesn't love that song? Um, okay, Speak Now. Yes. That was this a good was... era. I saw her during Speak Now for the first time. Oh. And uh, it was good. I didn't really... I liked Taylor at the time, but it was just like I was just going right. to go. But what was your favorite? I put Enchanted, which maybe... Me too! <laughs> I love that song. I love that one. I've been jamming to that too, also in the buildup of all this. Yes. There's so but many good funny. ones. That's funny. I thought that was maybe a not as popular one not as popular but like maybe false of the cracks i didn't realize how much i loved that song until she performed it during 1989 we'll oh, talk about yeah. that in a minute but i speak now had a lot of good mean was on there oh yeah and Mine better than good. revenge there was a lot of good speak yes. now that was like when we started driving and i were i just remember like those were some of the first songs That's i listened true. to in my car but enchanted is just like it's a good one there's nothing like no. it um Red. Okay, this one has a lot of good ones too. It does. But I had to go with All Too Well. Me too! My favorite line, one of the best on Taylor's ever written, because she's so, so good, good at the songwriting, is when she's talking about they were dancing around the kitchen in the refrigerator light. That, I love that. I like when song. it really, like, like it's like reaching that climax. And yeah. it's like, um, I think... Also like the story behind it too of how she was like Me it was too. always so sad for Me her too. but everybody loved it so then it became like Me too. it went from like this sad thing to like this happy thing she uh -huh. liked to sing. I liked Red, I liked Treacherous, I like Holy Ground, but 22. all too well. Yes, 22 for me, we were nowhere close to age 22 when that song no. came out. So it was like a good song. Like I remember it feels like one of those yeah, nights. Like I remember that but we weren't 22, so no. it was kind of a little bit of a <laughs> it would be less. But when we turned 22, of course and we And that was the secret song at our reputation. Well, Cade went to like 20,000. But the, the one ours. tour that I went to, yeah, yeah, the one we went to together, that was our secret song. And so. we were both 22. Yeah, that was good time Which is really that. special because our birthdays are kind of spread out, so we're only 22. We're That's only the so same true. age at the same time for like a short section. I didn't even think section. of that. Um, it was fake. Um... <laughs> But All Too Well, she hated that song yeah. and hated performing so it until she knew everybody loved it. And then um, so I got to see All Too Well yeah, at, that would be so in Dallas, cool. and it was amazing. People were oh, hoping, yeah. yeah, at the Dallas Reputation Show. Um, it was like, the stadium was like, 
It was like nothing I had ever seen. It's amazing. People love that song. They connect to it. I Pe- do love that song. She has told, somewhere in an interview in the past, she said that originally All Too Well was 10 minutes long. I heard that somewhere, and yeah, people that she said that. And they people are, think they are petitioning for her to release oh, the 10-minute version snap. when she re-records. I mean, I would listen. I would take 10 minutes Oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Same. <laughs> All right, 1989. Oh my gosh, this just favorite? like gets me. Oh my gosh, okay, yes. Okay, I had to choose Welcome to New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just went to New York, um, like, went last month. You've been a couple, a couple multiple times. times. But yeah. I just went last month, and I oh, yeah. played it, like, through my headphones as we were landing in New York, and so then it it's just the got me all pumped best up. Best thing to do. ever since then, I'm just like, ugh. She's genius. Yeah. Um, this is probably really hard for you. So I went to see 1989, and if we're being honest, that is kind of when I, it was solidified for me. And so I always tell Stephanie, I'm like, if you would have gone to see 1989, you probably would have had other favorites because that tour, if you went, you know, was unlike anything I've ever seen. The surprise guest every night, you know. Um, My favorite is Wildest Dreams. That gets me that music That's video with the her with the dark hair and the plane. Yes. And it's so good. And That's true. her that song on piano is just like melting my heart. That's a good choice. That album though. Yes. Okay, reputation. Okay. The reputation album is my favorite. <laughs> it is. So you're I gonna mean, declare that. Well, I mean, we can discuss the album okay, But okay. I'm just overall I've always since it came out been this I love reputation. I like the whole like I mean, I like this now that she's happy and all. Yeah. I liked the whole Dark Taylor. I thought it was different. I liked the story of how she, like, turned it from, like, people being mean to her and bully. Like, she turned it into this huge thing and has won all these awards for yeah. it. Kate is going to hate this, but my favorite song is Gorgeous. <laughs> Listen. So it's kind it's of become a joke. It's a pop. It's kind of become a joke because when we went to see her at Reputation, that was my least favorite one. Yeah. But I will say that that I feel like every time you see an artist, there's a song that you kind of discover that's in true. the show, and you're like, I like this one a lot more. And that for me, I really like that song because that's when she talked to us for the first time. Yes, was you're right. And it was just, it was a good live song, and so yeah. it. I like it now. It's not like my okay. least favorite I'm on reputation. <laughs> but it was, you guys, it was, it's, a, it's, joke, it's it kind was of a joke. Not always. I was, yeah, I was, I was not, a, I was on that scene. Um, my favorite is Getaway Car. Yeah, you from love reputation. Getaway I Car. I love that. I think that in general, the songs that I picked, and I would say the same for you, um, I don't know, of course, but I would, I would assume for most people, the songs that connect with you the most or like you've had experiences yeah. similar you and getaway car the story of that I had a very similar situation um, and it just really connected for me and that whole album really I think that That's that, cool. that I think that that album I'll always look back like when I have kids and I'll remember that so distinctly one because I went and saw it live four times sure. but two because I was coming out of this really dark um, period of my life, and Taylor was also, but I didn't know that she was at the time. Right. Um, and but then it was just like I felt like she had sat down with me and Very wrote relatable. everything that it was just so yeah. relatable. Which is why I think, and we'll get into this. I think why Lover is a complete opposite of that. So I think some people are going to have a hard time with Lover because, right. 
It does that. Maybe not Ezra. Like what one. is your favorite album? I put my favorite album as a tie between Fearless and Reputation. Can you do that? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, if then, I had to choose one, probably Reputation. Oh. I don't know though. It's so it's hard. hard. Depends on the day. It depends. On so the what day. about today? Because I have very well. It's odd that I would even say that because those are the two albums that I actually went and saw her. We're so, going to see Lover, so yeah, for sure. But right now, that's yeah. very special to me, so that is why I have a hard time. Um, it's so different though because Reputation was the last one, which is so good. There were so many good ones, but Fearless was like when she was first getting started, so it always makes me feel super nostalgic. And it's yeah. like country Taylor still, so they're so different. It's hard yeah. for me to choose. No, it it is. What do you think mine is? Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, question. Uh, I don't know what it was about, like. For me, honestly, though, before you go, we watched the 1989 like video tour. Like they have it, like you can watch the whole tour, like on kind of like the Reputation thing is on Netflix. We watched it like when it came out. I didn't even go to the tour, but it was life changing for sure. Like we just you need together. to watch the video too because it is incredible. And pro tip: if you have Apple Music, you can save it and download it on your phone because that's what I do, and I listen and watch that yeah. um, at least once a month. It's so good. Like, I know, like, all the live notes. Like, like you know how, like, when she records it, she sings it one way, and then she right. adds things on the tour? I know every... Like, when I listen to the songs oh now, gosh. I know the tour version. Like... Oh, I understand, yes. It's amazing. I do that with Shawn Mendes. 1989 for me was... I think that's when I... I'd always liked her, but that's when I realized right. this girl... Because who in the world can... Go from a country artist to pop. That doesn't yeah, happen. That's crazy. And that album was when I realized the strength of her songwriting. I don't know why it didn't hit me earlier, yeah. but and seeing her like that whole collectively, that whole thing. And like I said, I watched that like that mix of Wildest Streams and Enchanted is oh, like yeah. what got you? if I could listen to one Taylor Swift thing for the rest of my life, it would be that. Wow. Hands down, there is nothing like it. She gets up off that piano. She, I mean, amazing. Um, so that's a little look down memory, right? M- memory. Yes, that was nice. Such fond memories. Such fond memories. Now. We have got to talk about Lover. So much to say. Ah! There's so many things. Um, I don't even know where to begin. <clears throat> I don't I, I think first you need to read on the album description. The album description is okay. really important. I don't know where this is located on other places, but on... Um, Apple, it's just like under the album. Um, and it really helps you get a feel for like what it's all about. Um, so it's like kind of long, but I think for those of you that haven't listened or need some context, this is it. Oh my gosh. Okay, it says, There's a reason Taylor Swift sounds so confident and cool on Lover. Her seventh album and the most free-spirited yet. She's in love. Pure, steady, starry-eyed, shout it from the rooftops love. Arriving 13 years after her eponymous album debut and following a string of songs that sometimes felt like battle scars from public breakups and celebrity feuds this project comes off clear-eyed thick-skinned and grown-up it may be a sign that the 29 year old has entered a new phase of her life she's now impressively impressively private she and her long-term boyfriend are rarely seen together in public politically fired up this album finds her fighting for queer and women's rights and eager to see the big picture Fans have speculated that the gut-wrenching Soon You'll Get Better is about her mother's battles with cancer. As a result, she'll never, she's never sounded stronger or more in control. She calls out dark-age bigots 
on the pride anthem, you need to calm down, sends up the patriarchy on the man, perfects flippant indifference on I forgot that you existed and dares to sing her own praises on me. A duet with Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco. Tonally, these songs couldn't be more different than 2017's vengeful and self-conscious reputation. Most of the album is baked in the atmospheric sense of 80s drums favored by collaborator Jack Antonoff with, with The Archer and Lover. And yet, some of the best moments are also the most surprising. It's Nice to Have a Friend is daydreamy and delicate, illuminated with laid-back strumming, twinkling trumpet, and high-pitched oohs. And the percussive, playful I Think He Knows is a roller coaster of a song, spiking and dipping from chatty whispers to breathy shout singing in a matter of seconds. Isn't that good? Yeah, that is good. It just gives you a lot of context into the album. That's very true. Um, and I made Stephanie read it because I was reading it yesterday. There were a lot of, yeah, it. A lot of big words in there, honestly. Good for her. <laughs> um, I think one thing to note about Lover is if you did not listen... If you haven't listened to the like songs, like if you if you haven't listened to the album yet, you've only listened to the four singles, which right. were "Me," "You Need to Calm Down," "The Archer," and "Lover." Um, I don't really feel like they necessarily represent it that well. Not at all. Like those are like. I mean, they're super whimsical still, which the whole album kind of is. Yeah. But like, if there's I, some good songwriting on here. Yeah, and if I had to rate the album right now, like in those order, would not be Emma. No, they would not. I be. really like "Lover," but right, that one is really good. Um, but I can't write it right now because I'm just like I'm yeah, I haven't so listened many to it of them. Yeah. Right. Um, but those would not be no. I, mine out of those four. Which one is your favorite? Out of those four, uh-huh. uh, Lover. Okay. I like my favorite would probably be You Need to Calm Down. Yeah. I liked that at the spot. My employees at work love it, so we sing it all the time. So like, just has a good connection. But right. Lover's my second favorite. I, and I don't ha- I don't have anything against me or right. the Archer, but. And I, I really do like me too. I like me, but like all these tweets have been saying like, like what, like basically what the hell, Taylor? Like why would you release like? I know they're like you had all these other songs and this is what you picked. She always does that. Like, yeah. She's she's very methodical. She knows it's all for a reason. Because if she put all her best songs out right, first, nobody like it, would listen. No. The album would be a letdown. Yeah. Like think of how happy we are right now because the album right. is so ingenious. Yeah. It's crazy. Um. We should tell them that she was on Good Morning America, Thursday yes. the 22nd. Yes. Super great. She looked wonderful. So cute. Um, in Central Park. And then she did like a Lover's Listening Lounge on yeah. YouTube. That was really good. Um, she debuted her collection with Stella McCartney, which... It's interesting. It's interesting. For me, it's very girly, so I probably won't be buying any of it. But also, it's... It's just different. It's like a lot of like looks like spray paint and graffiti type things, which is cool still, but... She name drops Stella in the song, which I think is... She said that was the important yes. reason why she wanted to have Stella for it. Yeah. So, good for her. Good for her. Um, We should also mention that then, directly after that, she dropped the Lover music video. Yes. So cute. Which is so good. Where you, Kate got all his snow globe ideas. Yes. Um, catch me at the tour in a homemade snow globe costume. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, do you want to talk more about the music video now? Yeah, we can just do it now. Okay. We, Should you tell them about the house? So, the music video is super fun and colorful if you haven't watched it. At first, I was like, I don't know. The song is like kind of slow and really romantic. And I was like, I don't know. This seems kind of like cheesy for what the song is. But once you pick up like what all's going on, then it's really good. 
but it shows like Taylor and like her lover in a house and they're in different colored rooms and then as it zooms out you see that the house is in a snow globe where they're like dancing and that's like where they live um, and there's, we should mention there's seven rooms in the house yes, in the closet. which is her albums. Every room is a different color and represents a different album. Yes. And she's confirmed via Tumblr some theories that are correct. Um, like the things happening in the room or yes. like what was happening during right. those like album One times. example is like one room is the blue room and that is supposed to represent, and Taylor like replied to this. Mm-hmm. About, like, it's supposed to represent 1989, and it's, like, her swimming around in this fishbowl, and it kind of represents, like, that was when she really went from country to pop, and she kind of really blew up into this huge deal, and that's when she felt like her life became, like, this fishbowl. And there's, like, a ladder, and her lover crawls down, like, in the fishbowl with her, and it's kind of like saying, like, once he committed to her and got in the fishbowl with her, like, he wasn't going to be able to get out, like... Once you put yourself in the public eye like that, it's you kind of done it. So amazing. So crazy that she thinks of all these things. I know. It's we say that every time, but ingenious. Man, it's crazy. Um, and like, yeah, you like you just need to look up like the theory behind it because like the top room is like the attic and it's like dark yeah. and that represents reputation. Yeah, and like she kind of went away for to herself for a while. It's super, super And you were good. saying that about the snow globe, like oh, she yeah. has a lawn. And yeah, so she said in the live on YouTube that she got the whole inspiration for the music video from a past song lyric. So if you remember her song, You Were In Love, which is on 1989, right. my favorite, um, she had, uh, oh... I lost my turn. Oh, she she had a one of the lines in the song was, um, and so it goes. You two are dancing in a snow globe, round and round. Right. And so that gave this whole theme and whole thematic expression. Also, I think we've said this before too, but Taylor grew up on a Christmas tree farm, so she's like so all about dumb. the Christmas things and all that. We love it. I cannot yes. wait. I can just imagine, like, if this, if, if there's a tour and it happens during the holiday season. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be Christmas Lydia. Yes. It's going to be so, <laughs> so great. Okay, so now we're going to go through and just, like, look at the track list. And, again, we've not listened to, I mean, this has been out less than 24 hours. Right. So we're not experts on it by any means, but we want to go through and just listen not listen. We want to go through and kind of talk like about it. To me, like a rapid fire type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. yeah. Like our first thoughts on the Yes, list. yes. Okay, so the first one is, I forgot that you existed. Shut the front door. Yes. This song, so nobody was talking about it at first, I feel like, because it was the first song. And it is really good, but you guys. It's, yeah. It's a good intro to the whole album. Who did you say it was about? Okay, I totally forgot. I have read these theories that it's about Calvin Harris, because it mentions different things about, like, when my reputation was going down, you got out popcorn and took a front row seat. And that's when Calvin was tweeting her mm-hmm. all these really horrible things when that was going down. And then also she talked about, even if nobody would have came, I would have been on the front row of your show. And he's a DJ, so obviously he had like shows oh. and things. So I think it definitely is about him. I mean, this BuzzFeed article that I read was super convincing. So Interesting. See, I thought it was about Kanye and Kim. I think, no. Basically, but it could be. Basically, the theme of it is, like, she's saying, like, there's these toxic people in her life, and she, like, thought she could never get rid of them or forget them, 
and then like she thought it would kill her right. to do that and then once she did like she forgot that existed and she's so happy I tweeted today and said like it's obvious the first step to achieving daylight is to forget that the toxic people in your life exist yes. and people love that also I related to that song a lot because I have some people in my life that I felt like if I removed them from my life that it would physically kill me right and it didn't and I'm so happy and so, so happy. I love that one's very relatable yes. to me Okay, the next is Cruel Summer. <gasps> the beat is great. People it's told a really me, good jam. and people that went to secret sessions told me that if you like to get away car, you would like Cruel Summer, which yes. ding, 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 I would ding, say ding. this is one of the top ones too. It's super good. I love the line. What is it? I've been trying to memorize it all day. Something it's about like, like driving home. I'm drunk in the back of yeah. the car. Driving home, crying like a baby from the yeah. car. Yeah, so good, so good, so good. Okay, the next is Lover. Obviously, we've already discussed that. Super good. Okay, number four is The Man. Tell us about I The Man. I am obsessed with The Man. It's a, Anyone who knows me knows I'm all about some good girl power anyway. It's very, like, female and, empowerment. Yes, it's about, like, Taylor kind of, like, writing about what would her life be like if she was a man. How the would man. Be different? Yeah, like, the, man. the top man. Like. Yeah, like, if she was a man, she would be the man. It's... So good. It's super so empowering. Good. The beat is super good. I already know the words. It's as, my top one right at as, the moment. As a male, it's a little hard because, like, I am a man. So, <laughs> But I like yes. it a lot. It, it's really good, and I think it's going to do well. Yeah, I love that one. The next is The Archer. We've kind of discussed maybe It's one that was already out. It's the slowest song on the album. Yes. It's really good songwriting. Lyrically beautiful. Yes. Six is I Think He Knows. You like I this really one a lot. like this one. I think it's super upbeat. It's about Joe, which I think is super cute. Mm-hmm. So I really like that one. Seven is Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. You were really excited. I was for excited this one. because I was like, this doesn't give me any hint as to what this could be about because it it's, sounds so different. It's storytelling. But I really and like it. Yeah, yes. it's storytelling and it's fun. It's like not super upbeat, but it's also not slow at all. Like yeah. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's super cool because. She, like, kind of tells it through the story of, like, being in high school, which I think is a neat way to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Eight is Paper Rings, which is one of the top ones, too, I would say. So It's, like, good. super, like, rock and roll vibes, like, 90s kind of upbeat. Which is why she had all the paper rings on yes. in a bunch of the promo photos. Yes, and super sweet. She talks about, like, she would marry her lover in paper rings. She doesn't Ooh, need a shiny thing right. or bling. Uh, what was it? She says the line. Is this the one or which? I don't know. I could be getting it confused. Which one is the line where she's like talking about like you better lock it down? Yeah, I think it's this. She yeah. says you better lock it down because I won't stick around. Obviously, we know she will. She's like obsessed with Joe. She's like, but yeah, freaking love. <laughs> she's like ready. She wants. She that's wants to get that's married. the thing that we should note about this whole thing. If you are not in love or haven't like been in deep love, which I have not, so I don't. I'm like with you on that. Yeah. I think it's harder to relate to some things, but it's still really good. Right. Yeah. I would agree. Okay, nine is Cornelia Street. This is one of my yeah, favorite I ones. I love this one too. It's so sweet. Yes. Basically, Taylor rented a house in the, like, in one of the. New York City. In New York City. I was trying to think of, like, the neighborhood, but I don't remember. Um, and it was on Cornelia Street, and that's when she met Joe. And so she's basically in the song saying, like, I would, I never want to go back to Cornelia Street again. If you were to leave me, yeah. Right. Um, super sweet. It's like kind of talking about their early, rela- like, the early stages of their yeah, relationship. Like when they and met. she was scared, so. yeah, that he was just leading her on. And 
Woody Weaver and things like mm. that. Okay, 10 is Death by a Thousand Cuts. At first, I was not as sure about this one. I was like, it's I good. don't know, but it is good. I listened I like to it again it. today, and it grew on me. And then I heard the story behind it, and let me just tell you that. Um, so she watched this film on Netflix called Someone Great, and she went to bed every night, and it, like it was, it was written and directed by a female, but like it wasn't your typical like love story. And it was kind of this, like, tragedy, this awful breakup. I haven't seen it. But basically, this couple, they break up because they don't, um, like, they're just not, like, Taylor said that they grew apart. And so there was, like, there wasn't a reason for breaking up. And so it, that made it that much worse. And then she was going to bed having dreams that that was, gonna, that that was happening to her. Oh. And so she went, she woke up, went to the studio, wrote, wrote this song. Then, a few months later, was on Ellen. And Ellen asked her what movie she's been watching, and she said that movie. And then the female director girl in the movie emailed her what? and was like, thank you so much for reaching my movie. The girl didn't know she'd written this song based off the movie. What the she heck? thanks her so much, and she says, I just want to let you know, like when I was trying to get started in my career, and it was really hard as a woman, and just hard in general, moving out to L.A., like driving across country, I only listened to 1989. And wow. Taylor was like, it was the most meta thing to have... Like, me make this song about her project, that's but crazy. she couldn't have made that project if it wasn't for me. Whoa, that's crazy. Meta. Cool, sir. It's good. That's good. Okay, the next one is London Boy. I love this one. I think it's, it's super sweet. How do you say the guy's name? Idris Elba? Yes. He is at the beginning. It's like an interview mm-hmm. of him talking about riding scooters around London on the Late Late Show with James Corden. Um... I haven't had to, gotten to listen to the rest of these a ton yet because they're at the end of the album. I've been kind of like going through from the beginning. Yeah. But I really did like this one. The next one is Soon You'll Stay, Soon You'll Get Better featuring the Dixie Chicks. Oh my gosh. A moment of silence. I cannot. Also, I like love the Dixie Chicks a lot and they haven't done new music in a while. So this is huge. Um, she said it was the hardest one to write and that it was a family decision yes. to put it on the album. It's basically... I was like crying last night. It was like it's super so emotional. emotional. And but really good too. Super good. It just hits you in your it's, feels. It's about her mom has cancer now for yes, the second again. or third time. I think the second. I think the second half. And there's one part in it where she sighs and you can tell like... Yeah. That had been super hard to record. More it's mm-hmm. just so like... She, cause you know, like if you know Taylor, you know her mom. Like she's everywhere with her, and she talks about like, if like you weren't to be here, like who would I talk to? So it's every sad. every time I hear that song, I'm gonna say a prayer. Yes. Because they could use it. Cancer is yes. awful, but that song will be a light and really connect yeah, to a lot, for a lot of people. Of people so. so really good on that one. Um, Thirteen is false god. Honestly, I can't not say anything about this because I don't even remember what it sounds like. Somebody said that it was like sexy Taylor. I'm not really sure. Yes, that, Martha Hunt, her best yes, friend. Yes, yes. So, yes, it's... I haven't have listened to, to it I'll a ton, but it's good. I'll and then read, come back with my thoughts. 14 is You Need to Calm Down. We've talked about it. Like 15 it. is Afterglow. I think I like this one, it's but really I haven't good. listened to it. En- I've literally listened to it one time. I like it a lot. It's about whenever you're in a relationship with someone and you get in a fight with them and it's the worst, like you hate fighting with your lover, right. and it's like, just meet me in the afterglow. Like, because you know, after you make up and it's right. the afterglow. It's super okay, good. good. 16 is me. Discuss that. Yeah, yeah. 17 is it's nice to have a friend. I, I haven't listened to it. Listen. Enough. 
I love this one and I cannot wait until we're in a stadium full of people because this song is super simple but the, but the like oh like uh, there's what like the oh whatever right. I can't make the sound I don't know yeah. it's all bad but that echoing back and us singing that with Taylor is going to be amazing because it's just about like it's so nice to have a friend yeah you're right and for people that feel alone like can right. you imagine in a stadium and whenever you're there with Taylor like at a concert she makes you feel like yeah. you're her friend also Selena Gomez co-wrote this with her who is her so friend sweet. so that is really 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 tender. okay and then the last one which is a great way to end the album also a great way to transition to what we're going to talk about next is Daylight Again, Gosh. I haven't listened to it enough yet, but... You know my anthem really was sure. Step Into the Daylight and Let It Go. Yes. And that's a lyric in here. She teased that in an interview a while back. Um, and at the end, there's this voicemail, and it's, like, super sweet. It's just Taylor talking, and she says at the very end, to, like, wrap up the whole album, she says, you are what you love. Yes. And I think that's really true. Yes, and she kind of ends the album with that whole thing, like, Step Into the Daylight, yes. Let It Go, which is crazy because she mentioned that on the last tour, so it's really full circle. Yeah. Okay. Now, should we talk about a couple of like things that we've seen out there about the yes. album? Yes. Tell us some theories and such. Um, okay. Well, we already talked about the hardest song to write was the "Soon You'll Get Better." I had that yep. up here. Um, let's see. Oh, I saw this thing this morning that said "Lover" is currently number one in eighty-three countries. That's insane. Great yes. for her. There's like a whole like. She, here, uh, she sold almost, I don't know what the final number was, but almost a million copies before it yeah, even came that's out. Insane. So it was basically certified platinum when it came out. Crazy. Also, I did not remember this. I'm sure no one really does. But apparently in the Reputation book, magazine, whatever, from last tour, there's like a, this picture of Taylor like painting a wall blue or mm -hmm. something. And it says in the Paper Ring song, Taylor says, I'm with you even if it makes me blue, which takes me back. To the color that we painted your brother's wall so that picture of like her actually painting joe's brother's wall was like in the reputation book and we like didn't know it the whole time an easter egg out there already <sighs> that's good i know um let me see apparently too i am um, in the amazon commercial that taylor does like where it's like her lips like singing um oh okay, yeah calm down i think it's like uh -huh. her ad there's like a butterfly in the background oh. somewhere floating around and it says cruel summer on it. It's black and white. Yeah. Yes, it's black and white. All this stuff is because these are like Easter eggs because this was before the album came out. So yeah. she was like already dropping hints. Pre-August 23rd. Yes. And then the last one that I have was that um, Lover had officially, this was like earlier this morning, had officially surpassed reputation as Target's most pre-ordered album in history. We were like so in sync. I was about to say that. Yes. Um, that was the last one you had? Yes. Okay, I should also mention that last night, really late, Scooter tweeted. Oh, gosh. Aren't we so happy to hear from him? Um, and I want to read it to you all. He said, regardless of what has been said, the truth is you don't make big bets unless you are a believer and always have been. Brilliant album with hashtag lover. Congrats at Taylor Swift 13. Supporting was always the healthier option, smiley face. Hashtag brilliant album, hashtag brilliant campaign, hash, or, and then congrats. Hmm. He knows it's about to be a big deal. Yes. Um, we don't know anything about a tour. It hasn't been announced yet. We're hoping that that's going to be a thing. Um, any uh, Anything else Lover related? I don't think so. I feel like it's just God, a it's crazy so time. It's so good. 
I'll definitely will have more thoughts once I like am able yeah. to really listen to it. But it's just all like in the like big of the moment right Stephanie's now. Stephanie's really stressed about how she's gonna draw the heart around her eye. For yeah, the right. I mean. That's a logical thing to do. Taylor has, like, a heart around her eye on the album cover, so that's going to be yeah. a popular thing. I was thing like, I'm not even as stressed about the album coming out as I am trying to figure out how to draw this thing on my face. I think, like, I was texting one of my very best friends, Patrick, who we love Taylor equally, and this was the first, for me, this is the first time that I listened to the album when it came out alone, and I was really nervous about it because it was always so, I thought it was going to change the experience. It didn't. Um, but I think that there's this, um, Whenever a Taylor Swift album comes out, if you're like a, a loyal lover of her, you her music trance. It's like you're not you. alone. Yeah. It, yes, you're not alone, and it puts you in this place, and it's like, for me, because of daylight and like all the aesthetics right. of the album, I felt like I was in the clouds, kind of, and like, I could not find my anxiety if I tried. Like I, I mean, it is truly. A remarkable experience in time, and it doesn't come around often. Yes, I was so happy last night listening to it. I have like a very strict bedtime. Yeah. I told Kate I would like listen to a few. I for sure was not gonna be able to make it through the whole album, but I would listen to a few, and then I would save some. We would listen together. No, I stayed up till like twelve thirty, listened to the whole thing. But it's like I was so happy. You're so in this different space. It, yes. It's like real, and I still feel in it a little like. It's really, really odd and special, and it takes a special person to take people to that place. Yes. Um, and I'm sorry if you've never experienced that. I don't. That's the best I can explain. <laughs> yeah. It. But hopefully, you listen to this Go album, listen. and hopefully, it does that because I literally, I have only ever been drunk on alcohol. Oh but I feel like I have been drunk on Taylor Swift. <laughs> that like I feel just like uh, that's the best way I know how that's to describe it. Um, speaking of <laughs> drunk. We're going to play like a quick little drinking game oh to, to this. I have to get a new drink while we refresh uh, or while before we can play. Basically, the premise of the game is that I'm going to quiz Stephanie on some trivia. And if oh, she gets gosh. it right, then I have to take a drink of my drink. Oh. And if she gets it wrong, then she has to drink, take a drink of her drink. We're also going to play some lover music quietly in the background and if Taylor says the word lover, then we're going to take a drink of our water. Oh, okay. We're very um, responsible over here oh at gosh. Saturation Swifty <laughs> School. Um, also, while I go get another drink, tell them about... Uh, we kind of told them about what we've been filming, but tell them... Oh, right. So, we've also... Cade talked a little bit about the YouTube channel that he's setting up, I guess. And we thought it would be fun and also kind of funny to vlog our experience of going to get the CDs at Target and obviously it was quite a trip. Cade got in the buggy on our way in. This like Cade has like this big tripod with his camera on the way in. This guy saw us like trying to film some things and was like He said, "Are, are you a vlogger?" vloggers and was like throwing up the peace sign like wanted to be featured on there. Like he was super into it. Felt super confident famous going in already so that boosted our spirits. But you'll have to watch the vlog on the YouTube channel when we get it together, which yeah. could take a while. But we're hoping we're it's going to be working be really quick. hard. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you're going to be able to look it up. My name will be Cade the Thing. I'm thinking not that's... Lover Snow. <laughs> not not Lover Snowbob. I don't think, um, but it could be because it's not going to be just a Taylor Swift channel. It's going to be a lot. This of This is just our things. debut. His it's debut. Just, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just just feels right. Yes. Um, okay. Are you ready for the trivia? Yes, I guess. Let's do a little cheers. Okay. 
near the microphone so they can hear. Ooh, hear. Good little crack. Okay, so I've like looked up this trivia and I'm like, so I don't know if I can answer some of it. So what? Okay, this is. But I'm afraid that you're Stephanie's super smart, so I'm afraid she's gonna know a lot of this and then. I'm going to end up over here like, yeah. All right, let's do this. Okay, okay. Um, So, American singer-songwriter Taylor Swift has released how many studio albums? Um, Seven. (laughs) That was an easy one. Okay. Um, You can't see us, but I'm taking a drink. Um, Okay, how many extended plays? EPs. Which is like a shorter version of an album. I'm going to say two. Dang it, I almost said three. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, how many live albums? Oh my gosh. Four? Three. Dang it. <laughs> um, how many compila- compilation albums? Like, what does that mean? I think that means like with other people. I don't really know. Like a collaboration? No, I'm just going to guess a shit. Okay, yeah. Oh. Two. No, three. <laughs> One. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, how many video albums? What? What does this even mean? I don't really know. I just looked up these facts, okay? <laughs> this is cheating. No, it's not. <laughs> this is just These luck. aren't even real things. Okay, I'm going to go with one. Two. Four. Oh, my gosh. It's like every answer is reversed. Okay. How many singles has Taylor Swift released? Oh, jeez. Okay, there's been seven albums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with... Wait. I feel like that's kind of hard. Should I make 27? it 27? Uh, <laughs> 28? Uh, you got to take two drinks. 28 singles? She's had seven albums. There's but seven like, times four is like there's, 21. There's probably like five. Wait, what's seven times four? But, but you got to think about that song with Zane. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. Like, there's singles like that, too. So, how many? 30? There's 56 singles. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Is this true or false? Oh, gosh. Taylor Swift is the only female artist to have the most top 40 singles. I'm going to go with true. That's very true. She's... I should have, like, disguised that in some way. I feel like I just read it off the page. Whatever. (laughs) All right, how many promotional singles? This means, like, there was some type of, like, advertisement behind it. Seven? I don't even know like a ballpark range. It's like if I should guess really high or like. Okay, I can give you like a yeah, that's a good, like a scale. <laughs> so in between one and twenty. Oh. Sixteen. Seventeen. Dang it. <laughs> um, how many music videos? Oh my gosh. There's been some good ones. Can you think of a favorite? Um. I mean, I don't know if it would necessarily be my favorite. But look what you made me do when it came out was incredible. It was. That was like the start of the whole era, and we were like, holy crap. That was some shit. Yes, and the whole video was like the first mm-hmm. thing we'd seen of Dark Taylor, and that was, I mean, that might could be my favorite. I remember exactly when and where I was. Yeah, same. That was a good, like, that yeah. was a good intro to that all was that. Good. Um, I'm gonna, can you have oh. another range again? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Um, in between 20 and 50. Okay, these are like huge ranges. It's better than. I'm going to guess 42. Probably like 41. 44. Oh, my. It's like close. Um, Let's see here. The next one. All right, I'm going to put in some blanks for you. Oh, gosh. 
With estimated sales of over blank albums and blank singles worldwide, Swift is one of the best-selling music artists of one time. Of all time. So, it's two numbers. So, the first one sells over blank albums. 110 million. 50 million. Oh, dang. I really way overshot that. Um, okay. And then the next one is blank singles worldwide. You were kind of close. So, it's... it's 42? Gonna, do you want me to give you a range? Yeah. So, it's going to be between 100 million... And 200 million. Oh, jeez. 115 million. 100 and how many? 15? 100. 13. <laughs> 13. That would have been a good guess, though. 150. I thought you said 150. I did, actually. Okay, you got a drink. Um, okay. According to the Record Industry Association of America... How would I ever know the answer to whatever this question is? <laughs> no, no, this is pretty good. Okay. Swift is the blank best digital selling singles artist in the U.S., totaling single certifications of 120 million downloads and streams. So she's the blank best selling digital singles like artist. Like the number one? Like is this what it's going with? Yeah, it would be a, something like that, yeah. Number th- three or number one? Which number one? three? The third! Oh my gosh, thank wow. goodness. Wow! Okay, that was good. These are kind of hard. I'm sorry. Um, but he's really not. Okay, tell me, tell me about this. She is the first artist to have five albums sell one million copies within the first week of releases on the Billboard 200. Is that true or false? That's true. It's what? four albums. <laughs> she is the first artist to have four albums sell over one million copies within the first week of releases on the Billboard 200. Um, Am I even going to be able to enjoy Lover tomorrow and be so hungover? Yeah. No. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. We're at, let's see how much time we're at. We're at 53 minutes. So, we should probably wrap up. But there's a lot of good stats here. Um, in 2000, okay, in what year was Taylor Swift inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame and presented with um, the Hall David Starlet Award? 2016 or 17. You think? I kind of think. 2010. Like I almost said 2011, but I was like, that's maybe way too young. Um, in January 2010, Taylor became the youngest ever to receive blank at 20 years old. Wait, what? What award? Artist of the Year? Album of the Year? Album of the Year. Mm-hmm. At 20. She became the youngest ever. Wow, that's at 20. impressive. Uh, that was for her she soccer. Like two more. Yeah, that was for her sophomore album, Fearless. A good one. Um, okay. In December 2018, Taylor's Blank Tour became the highest grossing North American uh, tour. Yeah. Um, she took in $345 million from that That's tour. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also the... We'll, we'll, we'll do this last one. Um, okay. She is the only female to win Album of the Year. How many times and for what album? Twice, 
speak now? Fearless? No, we just talked about that. Fearless. She won that. Was the okay, youngest person ever. And she won a Grammy album of the year 1989. Okay. I should have known that. You got a drink. <laughs> all right. That's all we got. That was a fun time, though. We just wanted to play a little game. Um, that was so, fun. yeah. Go stream Lover. Seriously, y'all. Go buy in store if you want. It's, it's so a good. fun experience for us. Target is a blast. Watch our experience online later. Literally, it's so good. Um, check out all of the content on Tumblr and Twitter and Instagram. Let us know if you know how to work Tumblr. Yeah, follow us. Reblog us, I guess. And stay tuned for the vlog coming out on yes. YouTube. Um, if you follow me on any social media, you'll see it at some point. Yes. Um, also, thank you so much to Taylor Swift for this and for yes. bringing us together and giving us we love something it. to talk about and listen to. We are, I am so drunk. Yes. Not actually, Mom. I'm like, pretty sober. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers to all of our lovers out Ooh. there. Thanks.